This is the 12 Songs of Christmas. I'm Alex Rawls, and this is my podcast about Christmas music. Today, my guest is Joss Stone, who recently released her first Christmas album, Merry Christmas, Love. The British R&B singer first made her mark as a teenager when her debut album, The Soul Sessions, garnered her a lot of well-deserved attention in 2003 for her collaborations with some of Miami's R&B heroes. Since then, Stone has been one of the voices people point to when looking for younger artists who embrace classical music values. We'll talk more about Joss Stone and Merry Christmas Love in a few minutes, but tis the season, so we should cover some news. First, if you listen to this show, you'll likely enjoy the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special on Disney+. I found the Guardians of the Galaxy the most reliable of the Marvel properties, and this works as both a Marvel show and a Christmas special, complete with some actual feel-good moments. It's no surprise that it has a really good soundtrack that includes I Wish It Was Christmas Today by Julian Casablancas from The Strokes and Christmas Time by Smashing Pumpkins. In an inspired decision, director James Gunn got Americana band The Old 97s to write and perform two original Christmas songs for the special. And since they developed a kind of a wryer than wry sense of humor that works well with their gift for immediately accessible melodies, their songs make perfect sense in the Guardians of the Galaxy world. Rather than blow the fun of hearing those songs in context, we'll go to, instead, Rudolph Was Blue, from the old 97's 2018 Christmas album, Love the Holidays. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer was feeling a little lonely. As the red-nosed reindeer, he was the one and only. He'd seen some green-nosed reindeer and blue-nosed reindeer too. But how to find another red-nosed reindeer, Rudolph had no clue. He'd if you prefer indie rock, particularly the British variety, you can build an entire library of the stuff in minutes by downloading Have Yourself a Merry Indie Christmas from Bandcamp. There are two volumes, each with more than 50 songs, and there's a lot of good stuff in there. I'm partial to volume one, but not so much so that I'd recommend one over the other unless you're really strapped for cash. And you probably won't be because they're very reasonably priced under any circumstances, under $10 each. And every penny goes to Crisis for Christmas, a British nonprofit that helps care for the homeless at Christmas. I'll put links to those records in the show notes, but we'll hear Happy Christmas to Me from Swansea Sound. Now to Joss Stone, who is a very patient interview. Twice during our conversation, I had tech issues that left me trying to find the problem while she gamely carried on, even though she could see that I was obviously distracted. We got that solved, and I hope there aren't any obvious issues in the final product, but I appreciate her patience. We'll start now with Super Duper Love from 2003's The Soul Sessions, then we'll be back with my interview with Joss Stone on the other side on 12 Songs. Yeah. 
She will be two in January, and I have my son, Shackleton, who was born three and a half weeks ago. Ah, excellent. So congratulations. Thank you so much. Yeah, so we've been making music and making people at the same time. (laughs) It's been very creative. (laughs) Well, so so that means that you were were pregnant when you recorded the record, correct? Yeah, I was. was. (laughs) Did that have an effect on the songs you chose or on the way you made it? you know I think it definitely made a difference to um the song that I wrote so there's two songs on the album that I've written and one of them is called if you believe and that one is truly for my children so I'm really just talking to them and then essentially now it's really for every child that walks this earth you know right um but really I was thinking of my two babies like if I wanted to tell them what Christmas was all about before they kind of knew that's what that song is. And yeah, I don't think I would have written that if I hadn't have had kids. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it's funny. It's a thing that uh, I was so happy to hear that song because one of the things my wife and I have talked about, our daughter is uh, nine. And so oh. she's getting close to that age. And oh. one of the things we've kind of decided is that if she ever asks, our answer is, we believe. And yeah. like that idea that we we believe in Santa. And it doesn't really matter what other people say and what the actual hard facts are. We no, believe. And, oh, uh, that's so lovely. I love that. That works very perfectly with the song. Yeah. So um, I had a friend of mine explain to me what she did with her children. And she said um, she had two and they came down from upstairs and it was around Christmas time and they said, you know, mum, is Santa Claus real? And she said, okay, so what I want you to do is want you to go back upstairs and we talk about it and I want you to decide whether or not you want magic to be part of your life or not. And that's completely and totally up to you. And then come down and let me know what, what you've decided. And they came down and they both said, Yes, we want magic part of our life, and they never spoke about it again. <laughs> and it's true, it's so true. You gotta just choose, right? Choose yeah. magic, I say. <laughs> exactly. It's so much more fun. Yeah, so. it's lovely. It's really lovely. Oh, you you said, you, and you said you wrote two songs for the album. Oh yes, yeah, so I wrote two. Um, originally, I didn't want to write any. I was so worried about it because I have my relationship with the Christmas songs that I love. And I just think, why would you, why would you try and reinvent the wheel? Just sing the ones that we know and love. Like, I mean, I'm not Mariah Carey. I wish I could be, but I'm not. (laughs) And um, I was just nervous about it. So I'd said to the label, Hey, can I just do covers? You know, like I don't, I don't feel the need to do, to write one of my own. Cause I, it's Christmas, man. Like, yeah. I don't want to ruin it for someone. Right. <laughs> and they were really, you know, they were like, please, please make one. We really want to hear what you think and, and what you come up with. So I agreed to do one and I ended up making two. And I was like, wow, actually, this this is really fun and really lovely once you get into it. But I was just nervous. Um, so the, the second one, 
The first one that I just told you about is really for my children. So it's really like a message that's easy for me to convey because they're right there and I'm talking to them. It's really natural. Um, the second one, the idea came because there was talks, which didn't happen, but there was talks about um, working with the Ukrainian orchestra. So they were in London for a short period of time whilst I was putting together the record. And Steve from the label, he'd said, hey, why don't you um, see if we can get them on the on the album um, because they're kind of like hiding out in England. They made out like they weren't able to go home. And I thought, oh, gosh. I said, well, I can't just ask them to play Jingle Bells. I want it to be something special for them. Um, at the end of the day, it didn't work out because of timing. They ended up going back a lot earlier than I'd expected. But nevertheless, the idea that the world is not, it's not always um, roses and rainbows, you know, um, there are wars going on in this world, um, lots of them, unfortunately, so many of them that they don't talk about it, right. you know. Yeah. And, you know, um, and at Christmas time, some of us miss people. Some of us um, are sad, actually, at Christmas time. And some of us have had a really shit year. And we can't wait for it to come so then we can just let loose. Yeah. You know, so the idea of that song, the title is Bring On Christmas Day. And it's just like, come on, you know, let's forget about the difficulties that we are dealing with or that we've dealt with this year. Let's hold each other close as much as we possibly can, whoever's available, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it just means you're going to go to the pub and meet your friends and raise a glass, squeeze each other tight yeah. and bring on Christmas Day. And that's really what that one's about. So totally different concepts, but... You know, they both matter. We made a home So what if it's cold The Christmas tree is aglow Hold up your warm glass If you like, drink it too fast Just don't let your loved ones go And the the kernel of that is completely classic. You know, White Christmas was about missing people you're not there yes. with, and yes. you know, and in fact, like it found its you know it found its uh, yeah. you know its resonance during the war, and yeah. with GIs who were missing being at home, and oh, of and, and after that, um, oh, I'll be home on Christmas Day was yeah. the same thought. And so many of the early Christmas songs were about that kind of tension, about how much you love the people and how much you want to be with them. And yeah, and maybe the closest you can manage is this. The idea yeah. that the best we can pull out of out of this year, out of the last out of the last quarter of twenty twenty two is one right. good day. It's like that's a something. That's a, that's a massive something. It's so true, isn't it? And we do look forward to it. And it is a little bit of a pillar of hope. Yeah. You know, even if if you're not religious, you don't have to be Christian to really experience that um, that specialness that that time of year brings. It does bring people together. And you know, if somebody, especially in military families, like you say, now there's a way to, not always, but there's a way to send something to them. 
you know. Yeah. So they can wait for that. Oh, okay. They, if they're not able to be home, they're able to open up a Christmas card. Right. You know. Um, and it is important. It's so it's such a special time of year. Just makes you feel like you're not alone because everybody next to you is going through something, whether yeah. that's good or bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, yeah. I but that's I think for me, I think that's one of the pieces I really hang on to when I think about Christmas and one of the reasons I love Christmas music yeah. is that yeah. to my, my as I think of it as a community experience. It's something yes. you share with other people. And whether it's singing it or listening to it, or in my case, I'm often sending friends mixes of Christmas music, and that oh. the idea that you have something that pulls people together at this time is, mm. to me, a really sort of one of the central features and the most attractive features of uh, Christmas mm. and Christmas music. It's so true. You know, Christmas music is really soulful if you pick the right ones. You know, it's really extremely emotional. I noticed when I was going through these songs and really like, you know, dissecting them and really paying attention to how they move. I noticed how sad some of the melodies are and how like deep and it's very warm. It's not all rocking around the Christmas tree. Yeah. You know, right. it's not all like get up and dance because that's not life. Right. You know? Yeah. And we as humans like to feel comforted. We don't want to be alone in our, um, in our somber moments, we want to be together. Yeah. That's the point. So if we hear a song that like resonates with us and goes, yeah, I get it, I get it. Yeah. That is everything, you know, that's what music is for, I think. Sleigh bells ring, I am listening in the lane. Snow is glistening, a beautiful sight. We're happy tonight, walking in a winter wonderland. Gone away, it's the blue bird Here to stay, it's the new bird To sing a love song while we stroll along Walking in a winter wonderland As a singer, when you're singing these songs what are you what are you working off of? What are you responding to? Are you Because I think a song like Winter Wonderland That yeah. is, the specifics of that song are like 19th century. And yeah. so yeah. are you, so I kind of wonder, like, are you like sort of plugging into a, you know, 19th century Christmas experience? Is it the melody? Is it what, mm -hmm. what moves you as a singer and helps you make the choices you make? You know, for me, when I'm singing anything, regardless of what it is, I try to take note, um, for the lyrics because the lyrics is the story um and also you know melodies and certain pushes and phrasing but the the melodies and the push and the phrasing that all comes once you understand what you're talking about um I remember when I was a little girl and I just started singing I had a mentor named Betty Wright who was an amazing soul singer and taught me a lot and taught a lot of people a lot actually um we called her Miss B because she really was a teacher <laughs> that was her thing and I remember I must have been about 15 recording the soul sessions and she got the lyric sheet printed it out for me and she said honey go in the other room and I want you to read that I want you to read it because it was a song that I hadn't written she said I want you to read it three times and then I want you to come back in here and tell me the story and 
just the idea of doing that, it made sense to me. Soul music, it's not a genre. It's a feeling. Right. And, you know, if you're able to tell that story, then you're able to do, I think, a good job. It's worth, it's worth getting up and going to work if you're able to do it. So um, that helped me. That helped me a lot. And I did that with the Christmas songs as well, for sure. Oh, for how sure. interesting. So, mm-hmm. I mean, because these are songs that are so incredibly familiar. That's interesting yes. that you would go back and sit down and have to and sort of and, and go through that kind of a process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is because it's maybe the most lighthearted track on the record. How does Jingle Bells factor into how did that, that how did that approach lead you to yeah, a, yeah. a very buoyant, very bouncy, <laughs> very sort of cheerful version of Jingle Bells? Thank you. Um, that is the so jingliest jingle, jingle bells I think I've heard. Yay! That's so good. I'm so glad that you feel that way. <laughs> um, so the jingle bells that I love um, is uh, the Andrew sisters singing. Um, that's where we got that that little uh, break in timing. Um, I love their bounce. I love the Andrew sisters. I love how like close their harmonies are. So for me, that was like the coolest thing I'd heard. I don't really listen to a lot of jingle bells versions, but that one is my favorite. It's like a movie to me. I feel like we made a little movie, a scene in a movie. Jingle Bells is supposed to be fun. And the story about, um, and she says, oh, on my back I fell. And then Santa Claus like basically knocked her, knocked her on her ass. Yeah, right. and, um, and then just disappeared. And I think it's just so funny. It's such a funny little tale. Right. So you can't take it too seriously. But I wanted it to be beautiful at the same time as being kind of funny and bouncy and silly and like playful yeah so there wasn't that much opportunity on the album to do that because the rest of the album i just wanted to be stunningly gorgeous but (laughs) you know (laughs) that was my aim for the rest of it (laughs) but jingle bells was supposed to be fun you know yeah yeah I i have to say you went for one of my favorite christmas songs uh, oh, yeah? Stevie Wonder's uh, "What Christmas Means to Me." Oh yeah, uh, that one was. Yeah. That that when I first when I first got a Motown Christmas compilation, yeah. that was exactly where I went. And mm-hmm. and since then, I've like you know found you know Jackson Five and the Temptations' "Silent Night" have oh, now yeah. become really important to me. But that mm-hmm. was like the first place I went. So tell me about what drew you to that song. So that one was suggested by Steve Greenberg. So um, I had in my mind how I wanted my Christmas album to sound for years. And I really wanted it to be very posh. That's what I wanted it to be, posh. And that basically that idea, I got so stuck on that idea that I forgot about having a dance at Christmas. (laughs) You have to. You have to have a song that you can just be like, come on, everyone. You can have a dance around the kitchen with your loved ones. And that song is that. Um, And so we had this whole record and Steve was like, hey, did you ever think about covering the Stevie Wonder song? And I was like, oh, 
yeah, I didn't even think about those types of songs even. You know, it wasn't even coming into my head. In a way, I feel like that suggestion, I'm so glad he made it because... To me, um, it was more like home, to be honest. The rest of the songs were um, a bit of a departure from what I normally do. But um, what Christmas means to me, that was done in a matter of three takes. <laughs> it was just like, it was literally like, yes, this is totally vibey. Yeah. Something I've done stylistically for years. So I just felt really at home in it. Oh, that's great. You know? Yeah, and now it's a single, so it must have worked out. <laughs> Obviously, they like it. So that's quite cool. said that you wanted the album to be posh yes i did why was that important to you and and, and what what did that mean to you so i am not from a particularly posh family but we like to pretend and we like to pretend especially um on christmas day the rest of the year is just you know when you make dinner you kind of chuck it together you chuck together a potato bake or whatever it is and (laughs) chuck it on the table and it's like you know we don't it's not thought about and cared about as much as you do on that one particular day. And my mum would always make everything so perfect and so magical. And every detail was thought about, you know, the table was set in the most special way. Um, We weren't allowed to come downstairs in our pyjamas. We had to get dressed for the day, you know. Um, She would take little napkins and fold them up and put them in the glasses. (laughs) Special things like that, you know? And I just think it's it's kind of a a bedazzled time. You know, if you're if you're making a present for somebody, you don't just chuck it in a bag and give it to them. You know, you get the wrapping paper and you're very well, I certainly was very (laughs) careful about how I wrapped it and put a little bow on it, and everything is very, very special. And the reason why it's special is because you want to show everybody that you care that you really, really, truly, truly care. You care about them specifically. That's why the presents are actually such a lovely part of of that time. Um, It's not about stuff. It's about showing that person, I've thought about you and I've thought about what you need or what you like or how you live. And that's the point of the gift. Um, And that's the same thing with making this album. It has to be special. And I want people to know I care and I care deeply. You know, so yes, it's time to be posh. So, and and that translated that translated to the arrangements, or how how do you see that manifesting on the record, the poshness? Yes, certainly the arrangements, certainly with the orchestra. Um, I had wanted to make this album for so long, and I'd never had, I'd never been in the position to have all that orchestration, and the songs that I listen to at Christmas are covered in that. The Frank Sinatra songs and, you know, the Nat King Coles and Dean Martins, Bing Crosby, all that. That, to me, says Christmas, and that's extremely special. It's not just a jam with a four-piece band, which is fun, but that's not what it is. You know, it's special. So, 
finally, I'm in this position and Steve Greenberg is saying to me, what do you need to make the record? I'm like, well, I want it to be, <laughs> I want it to be covered in orchestra, please. <laughs> and, um, and he said, yeah, okay, go for it, girl. And I did. And I just feel like, wow, what an opportunity, you know? So, and then, of course, we have a different band setup that I'm used to. On this one, we have like lots of brushes and it's like a jazz approach with, with the band. Um, upright bass, you know, instead of the electric. Um, different, yeah, the guitar playing, that kind of really cute little uh, Freddie Green, I think they call it the style. They kept calling it Freddie Green style. <laughs> and I thought, oh, that, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. That's got like, you know, it's just such a cute, addition but it's very delicate and very thought about and very sweet I don't know I just I think the whole thing was very much cared about in every single instance and um, Tim Lauer that did the arrangements for the orchestra he was so meticulous and um, you know very precious about the way that we put it together which I really not a precious in a bad way precious in a beautiful Mm. way um, so that was nice. And I got a chance to sing him some things that I wanted to hear in the orchestra, which is one of my favorite things to do anyway. Uh, it makes me feel like I'm writing strings. Of course I'm not. <laughs> I'm just like, I wanted to say la 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 la. <laughs> and then he would write down my notes and then take that and embellish it, you know? Right. And, you know, there was, we had Penny Whistle on there <laughs> and Fiddle on Bring On Christmas Day. We've had, we had harp on a lot of the stuff. We had oboe. Um, there was really nothing that was missing. And Tim was like, oh, can we do this? Can we do that? I said, yes, anything you think of. that If you think it's going to bring Christmas to the table, write it in, we'll do it. If it's too much, I'll take it out. Don't worry about that. It's yeah. fine. But don't hold back. Don't be like, oh, I don't know. Let's just go for this. We've only got one life. Right, right. You know, this yeah. is a moment for me. This is a moment I hope for the listeners as well. <laughs> Come gather round. Can you hear that magic sound? The snowflakes are falling, the jingle bells calling. There's a new world. Every little girl and boy Those faces are priceless The sparkle of kindness That's why he won't let you down Santa's got his sleigh together He is on his way to you He won't make you wait forever Just Thanks to Joss Stone for the time and the talk. This conversation, the new album, and its videos are as close as we're going to get to Joss this holiday season. With the new baby, it's no surprise that she's not doing any holiday concerts this year. And when she next goes on tour, it'll be February and in Europe. You can find tour dates and merch, including vinyl, sweaters, cozy socks, and a bundle with the CD and a onesie at JossStone.com.
You can find me at 12 Songs of Christmas on Facebook and 12songsofchristmas.com and all the major podcast platforms. Last year, I curated a special Christmas mix for 12 Songs listeners. If you want this year's version, email me at alex at myspiltmilk.com and I'll send you one. I think it's safe to say a lot of it will be new to you, hopefully in a good way. We'll wrap up today's show with one more from Joss Stone's Merry Christmas Love. This is her version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Talk to you next week. Christmas Let your heart